You're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the Seven Transformations.com. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast where I share my life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining me today. My name is Tudor Alexander, and I'm your host for the Seven Transformations podcast. I have an awesome story to share with you today, so I'll just get right to it. I cannot, I just can't believe some of the times when the universe sends you a message. And it's so obvious that there's no freaking way. There's no way that you can look at the, the whatever happened and say, okay, this was totally random. I live in a random, unconnected universe. There's no purpose to anything. There's no greater design, whatever you want to believe in. When, when these kind of things happen to you, and if you have an open heart, if you have an open mind, and you're listening, and you're paying attention, it really confirms just the the crazy mechanism that we live in. It's just the absolute wonder of how everything is put together. It just blows my mind. So, okay, little context. Today, I went to the bank to cash some checks. I had two checks for $55 from a workshop that I did. I made, you know, probably a good 230 bucks on it for two hours. Pretty good money. Not bad by most people's standards. You know, I was for teaching dance and talking about my book and dancing your way through life, basically, in a, you know, kind of a coaching situation too. So it was a workshop of, of that kind. So, Anyway, pretty good money, right? So I, I went to the bank, cashed some checks, and they asked me, how do I want the money? So I said, okay, I want a, a large bill, $100, and, and a $10 bill because I'm going to put it in my little cash envelope. I'm, I'm collecting $100 bills until I have enough to pay my credit card off just so I can enjoy and savor the moment of, of slamming, you know, almost three grand in, in $100 bills at this thing and killing it. But I got these two bills, so... Then I had a bunch of errands to do today. So after that whole bank thing, I went to go get my blood drawn for, you know, some physical, just regular lab tests. So this, this place is at like a, you know, um, what do you call it? Like an industrial park. It's an industrial park and I go there. It's a lab corp. You know, you go there and get your blood drawn. And, you know, I, I am, when I get there, the parking is kind of scant. I mean, I'm walking around, I'm driving around and it's, not really obvious where I need to park and all the places are taken up. And I finally pull up to this valet, uh, you know, guy and, and the guy's like, well, you know, you can park here at valet. It's free. You know, we don't, even if you don't tip us, it's fine. We don't, you know, we don't judge whatever, you know, it keeps us busy. You can park over there across the street. So, you know, he's giving me the options, really super nice guy. And I, I didn't expect to, to do a valet. So initially I was like, ah, should I valet? Like, I don't really, I don't want to pay $10. I don't want to feel obligated. Now, mind you, I have plenty of money in that sense. I've made plenty of money this month. You know, I've made probably more money this month than I've made in my entire life. So I'm sitting here being a cheapskate because I didn't expect it. I didn't expect to have a valet. So my mind was like, all right, I'm just going to park really quick and, you know, go get my business done. But now that valet was seemed to be the only option that was feasible, even though it was free, I was like, ah, man, I want I still don't want to feel obligated because I know I'm going to want to, you know, tip and so on. So I was just being a cheapskate. So anyway, I ended up going with the valet. The guy was really nice. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll just, I'll figure it out when I, when I come back. So I go get my blood drawn. I come back from doing that and I'm walking back to my car or walking back to the valet area and 
again, this is like a little corporate center, a little corporate park. And I'm walking through like the rocks, you know, between parking spaces, just like a little area of rocks. And I'm looking down, obviously, and I'm just thinking about this stuff. And I'm also thinking about, man, I got to like pay this valet. How much should I tip him? I don't have cash. I have my $100 bill and my $10 bill. So all this stuff is going on in my mind. And as all that stuff is going on, I, I'm walking through the rocks and I see th- this little like um, this little fortune message in the rocks. Now, first, the, the first thing that, uh, that was like, whoa, wait a minute, was that I, I've been drinking these teas called Yogi Tea. And Yogi Tea, it's, it's a little tea brand. It's cute. But it, basically what it does is it has a tea bag. And on, on the end of the tea bag, there's a rope you know, the, the, the string of the tea bag. And then at the end of the string, there's a little label that has a fortune message on it. You know, it's like, you know, this is whatever fortune of the day kind of thing. And so I, that's how I recognized this little piece of paper in the rocks. And it didn't have a tea bag to it. It didn't have a string. It was just the fortune and it was like ripped off and it was head, face down. So I didn't even see the fortune. I saw a Yogi tea. So it got my attention because I, I recognized that symbol from, you know, from drinking the tea. So I'm like, no way. This is like, this is too funny. I'm like, I swear to God, if this has to deal with anything that I'm like thinking about right now, I'm going to flip. Sure enough, I pick up that Yogi tea fortune cookie and it said, when we give happiness, our lives end up being happy too. You know, something to that extent. And I'm like, that's no, no freaking way. What are the odds of finding a fortune message on my way back to the valet, on my way back to the valet, finding a fortune in the rocks of a, you know, corporate like medical building that was totally something that I would recognize. And it had something to do with what I was thinking about and dealing with. So that just blew my mind. So I ended up, you know, giving my $10 bill away to, to the valet guy. And I'm like, whatever, you know what? It makes his day. I was thinking about giving the hundred. I'm like, ah, I'm not feeling that generous today, <laughs> but, but I gave him the 10. So ultimately, you know, it was, it was something that I didn't expect to do. And what this whole lesson taught me was it reminded me about our generosity and how circumstantial we are. And certainly I'm, I'm no, you know, uh, exception to that, you know, even though I like to talk about it and, and, and write about it. Generosity is something that we always have to practice. And I always have to practice it, you know, in these kind of situations, you know, like I'm, I consider myself a generous person. I, I give my time to people. I give, you know, what I can and, and whenever I can, I like to help out. But one of the things that is the biggest obstacle to giving happiness away to other people or being generous is expectation. Like you're not expecting to, to give in that particular area. And, and when it, when an opportunity, let's say, shows its face, I use the word opportunity on purpose because, you know, it's not a situation. It's not a problem. It's an opportunity to be generous. When an opportunity shows itself unexpectedly, um, you know, it sometimes is a bother in a sense. Like even with this, I told you, like, I made plenty of money, especially off this workshop. Like, okay, I made practically a hundred dollars an hour, you know, and giving $10 to, to a guy that's sitting there in the heat probably working for like $15 an hour, you know, that was difficult for me. And because I didn't expect it, you know, I hadn't planned to do that. I didn't plan like, okay, you know what, I'm going to wake up today and do something generous. You know, it's much easier when your mind creates that situation. But 
when it's unexpected, how do we respond? And we tend to shut down sometimes, you know, and, and maybe that's not all the time, but we have to watch how circumstantial we are with our generosity. And so that was a big reminder for me, you know, that was a huge reminder in the sense that I'm like, man, how, how could I have been so selfish in a sense or, you know, whatever. And when you have an open hand, it reminded me also when you have an open hand, the abundance just keeps flowing. Like money is one of those things that you cannot control. You can try your best in the sense, but really you have to be an open channel, an open vessel so that money will keep flowing through your life, not into your life, but through your life. That's the key. You got to keep an open hand. You have to spend openly. You have to be abundant in nature. You have to be generous and giving to others. And really that's how you keep the flow going. And as soon as you stop that flow and you start to hang on to it and save and conserve and all this stuff, then, then you're attracting more shortage in your life. And that's that's what I believe. So it's one of those things that was a good refresher for me, uh, especially as we're coming up on these holiday times, obviously, to to really be open and to really watch my own circumstantial thinking when it comes to generosity. And generosity is not, you know, another point about generosity is that it's not just about money. Because we can be generous with our time. We can be stingy with our time. We can be generous with our listening, allowing other people to talk to us and listening to their, uh, you know, situation or, or helping them in some way. We can be generous with our skills and by serving others. Um, you know, we can ge- be generous, obviously, with money too. But generosity doesn't fall into just money. It is your ability to give, you know, and, and your state of being of abundance that you can give. And abundance, another important distinction that I always talk about that I learned uh, a while ago was that abundance has nothing to do with wealth and and how much money you have. So, you know, like, for example, I had a ton of money, you know, on me compared to that guy. And, and I have a ton of money in my bank account, but I wasn't being generous. I wasn't in a generous mindset to to really share that, even though I had a ton of money. So it had nothing to do with your money. Whereas somebody who maybe had much less than me would tip or or find a way to be generous in some way, you know. So ultimately, generosity has nothing to do with how much you have. It is your own state of being able to give what you have. You know, so there's a very important difference there because a lot of times another circumstance that we put on being generous is whether we have enough to give. Like we have a standard in our mind of what is enough and then you're always measuring it. When an opportunity like this comes around, say, okay, well, do I have enough to give? Like, is it going to be, you know, we get in this little calculating mode then there is not a, there is no such thing as having enough to give. It's like, do I want to give or not? Period. Do I want to give or not? And and you just answer that question. And if or not, then you know, figure out why. And if you don't want to because you don't want to, that's fine too. But a lot of times we put circumstances on what we give, how much we give, and how you know, and why we give it. You know, we 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 filter. We put that person through several filters as to why we shouldn't give because ultimately we want to keep ourselves safe. We want to, you know, micromanage our resources. That is the brain going to work and, and doing its job and keeping you safe. And that's normal. But it's not necessarily an attitude that will make you feel alive. You know, it'll help you survive, but it won't make you feel alive. And there's a very big difference there. You know, and generosity is the access to that. It is the access to feeling abundant and and feeling alive, you know, because right now, after I gave him that $10, like, I felt great, you know, especially with this little cute message on the ground, like, man, that, 
that just blew my freaking mind, you know, and the fact that I chose to listen to that because I could have just seen it and not picked it up. You know, it could have just, ah, it's probably trash on the ground. Or I could have seen it, picked it up and be like, ah, whatever, that's a bunch of BS. You know, so being open and being, you know, willing to to listen to the universe and to, to take those cues and take a risk and and be generous and be abundant and be open, all those kind of things. That's really when you start feeling alive and you feel good about yourself. We, we are programmed to help other people. We have our neurotransmitters that have been hardwired into us to to have positive you know, uh, contributory interactions with other human beings. So when you contribute to another human being, you're actually physiologically rewarded for that. You know, we, we get those oxytocin, those dopamines, those serotonin, all that stuff kicks in play when you do your social duty, so to speak. And it's very difficult. You know, like I said, I wasn't in a mood this morning to be parking my valet and having to think, oh man, I have to tip, you know, especially I'm being stingy or whatever. But once I crossed that threshold, it actually felt really good. And especially now, look, I got a nice story to share with you and impact your life. And how is that going to impact your decisions today or tomorrow uh, after hearing this? You know, so that one little act, you know, that cost me $10, but really what I gained back was like infinitely more. So you don't know what is the uh, amount that you'll get back. A lot of times we're also caught in this circumstance of of figuring out, well, how, what, how am I going to get? Is it is it worth it to be generous? How much should I give? That kind of thing. And again, it doesn't matter. You know, do you want to give or not? And if you do, you will always get much more in return. That's the principle of mutuality, which we uh, recently talked about, which is there's always exchange, everything. You know, if you give $10, you're going to get something back in return. The universe will find a way to give you something back in return. Now, here's the kicker. Everything is proportional. So, if I gave $10 to the guy and that changed his life in that moment, because let's say he makes $15 an hour. So I gave him practically another hour of work in, in like a minute, you know, that impact, that emotional impact resonates in the universe. The universe is a mirror and it takes that, re- that emotional impact and it resonates it back into your life. So you're going to have the same feeling and the same impact in your life relative to your circumstances by giving to others. It's not about the actual amount. It's about the impact that you make. Because when you make an impact on somebody else, you will get also impacted in your own way. The universe will find other agents to deliver that impact to you and 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 have an equitable exchange. There's always an equitable exchange. Always. It's not in the way that we measure it, but it's in the way the universe finds it fit to distribute that impact back to you uh, through through whatever mediums that it can. So anyway, I hope that was a cool story. Good reminder for you, especially now, like I said, as we're entering these holidays, to be generous, to give happiness, because our life will be happy as well. So anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. One generous act a day is all it takes to make the world go around and go to a better place. So... Have a great Easter week. We'll see you on Friday for some interviews. Bye-bye. You're listening to the 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For more episodes like these, subscribe or stay connected at the 7transformationscom